terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Today is Sunday, August 28th, 2016. episode 189 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt Lee. Hotboxpodcast.com. Or, now, you can go to hotbox.earth. So check that shit out. Same site. But, uh, gonna redo it soon here. Joining me, back again for a second time on the show, the one and only pot scientist from Colorado. How's it going, man? It's going fine. I'm still the pot scientist, but so are you. A little really. bit. Uh, I was uh, I was until medical ended in Washington, and then I got laid off. So now I'm the uh, pot magazine writer, I guess. Oh, well, I uh, I just like to say that at the beginning of every episode because I we're testing a product that's not been tested. It's the only consumable product that like hasn't been tested by scientists in a lab coat before it goes to market. It's just here. Right, and it's, it's just been like that for so so long. Right, so and anytime you smoke, or anytime anyone smokes, you're performing an experiment, <laughs> and this is your laboratory, and it's important to take notes. <laughs> if there's right. a, if there's one thing I could do, if I could get people to just keep a notebook to just write down what happens you have a phone that's listening to you probably 95 percent of the time anyway you'd think it would just take those notes for you at some point right 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 it's uh, well here's the thing is uh scientist scientist isn't a separation term it's not like i'm a scientist i have a phd i have a laboratory and you don't fuck you (laughs) I actually really realized that when I heard this story of some Japanese school children who incubated a chicken in their classroom, like it was something never been done before, that they grew a chicken without a shell. They just cracked <laughs> the egg open and incubated it, and they did it with saran wrap and just like things they could find, and it was something completely new to science. That's so and much better children- than like the hamster that my uh, school class had, you know? <laughs> You guys made a chicken. That's so dope. <laughs> right? Right? And I think they published in some sort of science thing. Like, I would like hope so, dirt. right? <laughs> yeah, because it was new. Yeah. And I mean, if you're not writing it down, you're just fucking around. Like, it's only science if you write it down. That's the thing is anyone can do science, Any, especially anyone who has a kitchen. Mr. A kitchen Wizard. A laboratory. <laughs> yep. And you're doing science right there, especially if you're extracting your own cannabinoids if you're making can of butter if you're making your own medicine and so many people are especially here in colorado uh and definitely there in washington because the medical is gone yeah definitely on the down low i don't think it's as lenient here uh in regards to that as it it is in other places right well because here it's in our constitution right here we can't even grow (laughs) so Uh, yeah yeah so uh how how are things in washington i hear things are uh the the market is growing yeah well last time we chatted uh we were in like full medical swing 
and then it was getting ready to wind down and then yeah july 1st happened and it, it ended and so everyone either went to the rec side of whatever company they were with or got laid off or found other other things to do um, but yeah, since then I've been going to conferences nonstop. It seems the Indo Expo and the Organ Growers Fair, oh, yeah. Imperious. Oh, uh, I'm going. Did you little... get to see the plants on display? Yeah, yeah, I took some pictures of them. I interviewed the guy from Synergy Farms. Uh, they took second in one of the I forget which uh, class it was, but coming from Montana, dude, it was like 4-H at the fair. Like they were all yeah. there with their prize pig and cat. Like it was cool to see because it was pot plants. It was cannabis, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think 4H and, and future farmers uh, the mm-hmm. potential in hemp, especially hemp, because the problem they have at least in rural Colorado is that the family farm, the son on the family farm, doesn't want to stay. Wants Holly to go Shore. to Denver <laughs> or the or whatever big city. Denver's yeah. the big city out here because it's surrounded by nothing in all directions. Uh, but but the kids don't want to stay. But if they can grow weed, they can grow hemp, they can grow cannabis. If they can do something new, might yeah. want to stay. It's tempting to me. There's a lot of there's a lot of CBD fields down there. Definitely. I mean, and I talked to uh, when Montana was kind of in the middle of collecting signatures to get their ballot initiatives uh, on the November ballot. Uh, there was a gentleman from Eastern Montana and he was saying all the ranchers there are like, they want to do it, but nobody wants to be the first one. So they're all kind of waiting to see like, who's going to go first. And then they'll all just like, my combine is now a weed combine. (laughs) And like, let's do this on a massive scale. Or using uh, hemp seed for livestock Mm -hmm. feed, using the husks or not, not, not the husk, the herd is like the stuff inside the shaft using that for animal bedding like there are a lot of things that can be done with this hemp plant and i think cbd is just the tip of the spear Mm. everyone's getting into cbd right now because it's a way to make a lot of money real quick and a lot of the other applications of it have other things filling is it though i've i've heard that it's a lot of buzz but nobody's showing any actual sales numbers as far as to the customer like it's all just potential orders placed um isodial i believe was the one company i talked to and they grow it in uh sweden or switzerland somewhere in europe I'm, i'm so terrible at this uh but they transform it into uh the the cannabinoids and they have a tax tariff number and they can import it as long as it wasn't grown on u.s soil once it's in oil form or whatever other form you can bring it in and pay your taxes and all that so they apparently have just been flooding this market there but nobody has any actual sales to report well the 2014 farm bill defined hemp as less than 0.3 percent thc so if it's less than 0.3% THC, I believe it could be imported. Mm-hmm. What's tricky about that is that CBD, if you have a bunch of CBD and not much THC, the CBD can actually convert into THC. Really? So Over time? You could, just... import, you could import a, a hemp product that is legal, store it <laughs> in a warm warehouse for a couple of months, and it becomes illegal. I like that. That's like rum running. <laughs> We're going to bring the booze right. over the border, see? <laughs> right? And the, 
this is the downside of of some some legislator listening to some scientists and just drawing a line in the sand that has nothing to do with biology that has nothing to do with reality let's just call it at point three <laughs> then that then are you creating hemp by diluting and are you creating Ooh. marijuana by concentrating Ooh. Like, uh, creating. Uh, <laughs> i like that creating <laughs> marijuanas <laughs> right right because if you define marijuana that way once like this plant is not marijuana but once i concentrate it perhaps it becomes marijuana then i dilute the concentrate and it becomes hemp again that's like some full metal alchemist alchemy shit right there i like it yeah. these are problems <laughs> that people are running into mm -hmm. and here in colorado um cw you, you hear the Charlotte's Web with Sanjay Gupta mm -hmm. on the on his documentary. Anyway, they the Stanley Brothers turned it into a company called CW Botanics, I think it's called, and they're growing huge fields of CBD heavy flowers and extracting. And I think they're shipping to all fifty states, and I think they're making quite a bit of money. Well, yeah, so I mean, that's the difference between more. working within your state's boundaries that say, even if it's another legal state, you can't go sell your whereas there, uh, as opposed mm -hmm. to all 50 states. Hell yeah. And I mean, you can just mail it and ship it. I mean, there's tons of companies like that. I'm sure a good 70% of them is like, if you had it tested, who knows what you would find in there. But I'm Maybe sure there water. are. What's up? Calling out. CBD water, CBD living water. Ooh, is that I, all BS? I almost think it's just water. <laughs> They're just charging <laughs> eight bucks a bottle. Is it smart water at least? Smart. Uh, smart water, so it's worth all eight dollars. We magnetize the molecules so your body absorbs them better, dude. Nano. You don't get it. Nano. Just say nano enough times that's why that's why your testing doesn't come up with any cbd because it's not nano oh it's shit. gotta be nano. you got you're not beyond... testing at the level you don't get any that's awesome those nano tests come in oh. yet all right let me know i've actually talked to the guy. I, I called them and it was funny because i kind of like did a character <laughs> on it as like i'm not smart i just know that cbd is not dissolvable in water how my, my dog's how, got so epilepsy how do you solve it <laughs> <laughs> what they say and and he gave me, he gave me a call back like in the middle of a party the dude i think his name was bill i don't know he called me back and i was like and i i forgot i, I didn't know who he was so i didn't have the character i was just me uh hello pop uh, scientist <laughs> oh god um so if i if i test it will it come back with cbds like no 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 it's nano what? It's nano, and I said, "Well, it's certainly cannabis in origin, right? <laughs> the, I mean, from the cannabis plant that you get the CBD, right?" It's like, "No, no, no, it's not cannabis; it's hemp." I think we're confused here somewhere, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I couldn't even talk to him after that. I'm, I'm just gonna hang up on you. What do you do, right? I mean, you try to educate him, but I mean, how how much good is that gonna do? I, there are some cannabinoids that are not cannabis in origin, like Marinol. Marinol is the FDA-approved cannabinoid drug. They actually trick the E. coli into making cannabinoids for them. So that's not plant in origin. 
Well, an, an, an anandamide, anandamide, anandamide. Anandamide is the endocannabinoid. So, so that's your own body. Right. Origin. So and maybe that's what he's doing. <laughs> uh. I don't, placebo effect is real, man. I bet a lot of people who drink CBD water feel better, and it's legit. But it's it's not because of anything in the water. It's the same as acupuncture and a lot of those other, like, woo kind of... Uh, sham sort of things you know it's the people are getting attention they're getting a relaxing hour or so and they feel better well no shit like do that at home you would also feel better well maybe not at home but you know i'm just messing with my lighting so does the video actually come through the the podcast or is it is it just audio that people are hearing uh they'll hear the audio after the fact but the hangout is live with the video so it pans between me and oh. you uh depending on who's talking okay is okay that cool I, I didn't know if you were you look like you're freshly dressed so i i assumed you were okay yeah i mean i i threw on the shirt is it, this is my normal shirt <laughs> i can yeah. i weed normal very nice. I pot leaf normal. <laughs> I I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Yeah, I I think you just say pot leaf. Pot leaf? Yeah. Nano. I, just say I nano. A, I pot leaf Colorado. I nano normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, um uh, been been doing a lot of like back and forth between here and Oregon. I'm going to Alaska next week, which I've never been. Uh I was supposed to go for Weed Week, but that got canceled, but my tickets oh, Alaska. did not. Alaska so, beautiful. I have a brother. Do I have you? a brother in Alaska. In Anchorage? Uh no. Uh <laughs> no, he's in Denali. Oh, nice. Nice. Denali National Park, uh which is the the huge mountain. You know, it's like 23,000 feet. I'm excited to see it. I mean, coming from Montana, like, I hear it's like that, just way bigger and more from, more. Winter. You from Montana? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I moved like to, Missoula? Uh, yeah, close. Kalispell. Okay. Okay. I, get, I got some, I got an aunt and uncle live in Missoula. Hell yeah. I like Missoula. Yeah. It's a, Montana's a huge state. It's bigger than Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And Colorado's pretty big, too. We give Texas a run for their money sometimes, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the next biggest state. But yeah, Alaska, Alaska, Alaska is just, just massive. And they have some California. cannabis stuff going on here. So it'll be interesting to see, um, even without having the Weed Week festivities I was looking forward to. Uh, it'll still be a cool trip, I think. Yeah. So you're thinking of Tricome Institute. Yeah, we had Max Montrose on the show a while back, and... I ah. really liked what he was saying about all of these judges at all of these cups, and it's all just bullshit, and oh, nobody God. has established an actual way to grade and, and you know, say that this is actually good cannabis and this is not. People just make up shit, and so that's what they – he was kind of explaining the whole tag system and everything, and I was like, man, I would love to do that and then use that knowledge in my reviews and kind of help spread this – uh, like, you know, it's same as it was last time we chatted. Everyone's buying based on THC numbers. Labs are inflating numbers so that people come back. And it's just a mess. No one knows what they're doing, really, other than here's weed, give me money. And then, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I think the problem scientifically here in Colorado is that the laboratories are dependent on 
their customers. Like they're selling right. these test results to pay their employees to keep their business afloat. And so, if you're the low lab, right, but your numbers are legit, people won't come back to you. If another lab is giving higher right. numbers, if that's what the market wants, which is ridiculous. It's incentivizing falsifying reports. Exactly. And, and it's a it's definitely a big problem. It, it, um, it's like mobster stuff almost, you know? It's like some racketeering shit. We're all going to get together and price fix this bullshit and then make some random number like the golden number and you're all gonna buy it right and i think that the um that the dispensaries are mistaken anyone who thinks that higher thc is better quality is mistaken because it depends on what you're using it for Mm -hmm. and that's I, i mean i think that's the that's the hallmark of responsible cannabis use is that you're using it for a specific reason. For example, I use it for my insomnia. Like I, I don't fall asleep, but I've incorporated cannabis into my ritual, which involves a sun salutation and yoga and smoking <laughs> cannabis before I unwind. It's part of my unwinding ritual before I go to bed and it helps me sleep. Are these I don't know edibles? Because like thir- yeah. 30 milligrams of THC will put me to sleep as well. <laughs> or are you just smoking? But I, yeah. But I, I've, I've eaten an edible before going to sleep, and then the high literally wakes me up. Yeah. Hungover. That's happened. Weed hungover. So, yeah, so higher THC is not necessarily better. No, and and it's, what... it's also different for different people. Right, exactly. The whole perspective and how your brain is handling it and what, you know, everyone's different. So your receptors are going to give you a different perception of what this feels like, which is crazy. Because yeah. if you think about it, you could almost do a like a 23andMe uh, genetic kind of history. And then if you had a way to gauge which, you know, which markers meant that this is the the terpene profile that would best fit whatever this ailment happens to be. Like there's so many variables, but yeah. it, in theory you could track all of that and have a very individualized method of, of giving people the cannabis they need. Yeah. I think what we're lacking right now is a definitive test or measurement of the endocannabinoid system to know how much of an andamide you're making or 2-AG, it's sort of the equivalent to CBD okay. is the other endocannabinoid that we know of. Right. And, and there how may many be other cannabinoids we don't even know about. The problem with it is that it's all over every part of the body and it's very small amounts. Right. Like it's, it's in your skin, it's in your bone, it's in your immune system, it's in, you know, everything. And it's just a very small amount. It's not like the circulatory system where it has a pump and and like a highway where it goes through. It's not like that at all. It's so getting it's absorbed through the whole system rather than just crossing the brain blood barrier and going into the, the receptors. Right. right. Because wow. uh, CBD has more of an effect on the immune system than it does on the blood brain barrier. You know what? I see you smoking. So I'm I'm. I'm going to get my smoke on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Feel free. Yeah. But right yeah, over. and that's kind of what I wanted to uh, talk to you about 
is because I know you were in Colorado and I was thinking of coming down for the crypto cannabis conference, but that's the same weekend as uh, barter fair. And I, I can't miss barter fair. So I, I'm mm. going to send another one of our writers to the uh, crypto cannabis conference, but they said they weren't going to be there anyway down. Cause I was going to try and do that and then do the tag training and then do the uh, extraction tech tour. Uh, and get it all done in in one shot, but of course not all all the schedules worked out that way. But you are down there, and so I, I was kind of curious what your thoughts were as an actual scientist, not just a pretend one like like myself here. Yeah. Um. Let me take a let me take a puff. Oh yeah, I yeah, and, and definitely I know. Like there was uh, I chatted with Max a little bit, and uh, when you get into what they're actually doing there may be some things you really can't talk about because you've seen it and i haven't yet so definitely don't get yourself in trouble or anything i'm just kind of curious what you think of it uh just in general well i took the interpreting level one now i signed a non-disclosure agreement to take the class so I can't talk about the class, but sure. certainly Max doesn't own the knowledge of general cannabis, like the stuff you can look up on my YouTube, for example. I have a Cannabis 101 playlist, if you're interested. He certainly doesn't own any of that. What he does own is this idea of interpreting. Interpreting, from what I can gather, is like the sommelier of cannabis, of, of, of marijuana. Like uh, a sommelier is an expert in wine. So Max, through his, well, magical sort of nose, he, he has a better nose than I do. Like he can smell, has a more acute olfactory sense. He can smell things that I can't. But you could train yourself to be able to, or is there a certain amount of that that is just how your body is? Like, you can only smell so much. To a point. Okay. Some people just, I, I, I think there's a natural variation among the people. Right. Like, my wife has a much more acute olfactory sense than I do. And the, I think you can train it to a certain amount, but probably not all the way to the very end. Right, right. So, what I would... Well, and it actually, it, it really affected me that I had to sign a non-disclosure before taking a class. That always puts a I, bad pretext Isn't that on. the opposite of education? Isn't that the whole yeah. point yeah. of education that, that this knowledge is meant to be spread? The point of your education that this knowledge is meant to be kept inside and not shared. Yeah. That is a good point. It it makes me disinclined to believe in it because if it's a secret, well, it can't be that legit as far as knowledge goes, but that's not completely true. Like, don't let me talk complete shit about Tricom Institute. There are good things in there. And I think especially for a person who is just getting into the cannabis industry, wants to just know some general things like, uh, like about the, the the naming dilemma that we have all these names blue dream could be like 12 different plants right right and 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 there is this dilemma and he talks very effectively about that max is a special person he is and if you have the chance to get him to teach a class he will love teaching it and the students will love getting taught 
Nice. He's good at it. I had a good time. Um, but I, uh, I guess I wouldn't go too deep. Okay. In, because it's his art. And only he can say whether you got the answer right or not. Right, right. And see, I was kind of more interested in it for... Like the things that they explained on the website that you can be able to look at a, a bud from a shop when, when you get home and through the smell and what it looks like and and certain things that, that you learn that you probably just don't know like day to day, you can kind of see, is this good? Is there pesticides in it? Is there, and that's kind of what I was curious, like how far can you tell? Are there bugs on it? Yeah. Well. And I have a little piece of hardware in my bag here. Ah, here it is. <laughs> but yeah, I was mainly just curious, like, how, how in-depth that goes. Obviously, if you light a bud and it snap, crackle, pops, there's either a seed in there or it's some other issue. But that's what I'm, I don't know about, and I, I am curious. And that seemed like, the way he presented it, it seemed like a really interesting class to take. It's just really far, and it's kind of expensive to do, but... Yeah, I think that, it'd be fun. It'd be we, a good experience. Max and I are kind of doing the same thing, but on a very different level. Well, I, maybe I, I'll I give just it away come hang out with you then. <laughs> on my YouTube, like you can look at my YouTube. I upload every day. Yeah, and it's it's for free. And I I should probably do a video about this little piece of, uh, this little piece of huh. hardware. What is that? And, this is called a jeweler's loop. Now, you can see it right oh, here. Yeah, yeah, okay. The the magnifying glass. Right. So the so the big magnifying glass here, that's thirty x, and the small magnifying glass, that's sixty x. So you you can take your bud and look at it very closely. This will tell you if there are spider mites shells this will tell you if there are eggs of uh well spider mites or any or thrips any anything you Stuff don't you want can't bugs. see i mean you can see mites on on the the buds are you can't see the eggs is that what you would use that for or it's just an easier spider way spider mites are almost invisible to the naked eye really almost yeah oh. well you, you'll see their webs before you see them okay because Tiny. What are the black specks then all over buds that get spider bite? I thought those were the mites. See, I don't grow. I just 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 checking it out. <laughs> well, the only spider mites I've had were kind of, I think they were red or they were black, but they were super duper tiny. Like I needed this to really see their legs. Okay. See the move. But I mean, you can get a jeweler's loop at. Well, on Amazon is where I got this one. Yeah, or you yeah. can get a Trichrome Institute branded. Oh, one. Did they, is that part sold. of the, the kit? There's like a yeah. kit he mentioned that they, they give you to kind of future reference your your things there. Yeah, yeah. They have a very helpful wheel. Nice. And, and I do really think that his basics class is super valuable. Like it's not wrong. It's just once you get I, up in the, like, there's only five tier fours in the world because it's, like, this thing that I made. Right. I was going to go right. there and be a tier four, you know? I, I was going to take it to the top. Hey, you can do it if you want if you want to do it. I, I, I wouldn't stop you. I, I would say it's but one way. Right, right. It is not the way. It sure. is one way. Many ways. 
there are many ways that have not yet been discovered and max has 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 gone forward and trailblazed and absolutely done it and deep down i'm really kind of jealous because his accomplishments sort of highlight my inadequacies (laughs) like it's thing it so i'm 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 deeply jealous and it's it it, it's kind of like that hero villain relationship where like he just makes me jealous and I, I, I want to be like him. And you drive so, by his car and throw stink bombs and, at him and laugh I try, maniacally. <laughs> I try, but, it, but, but I always fail. <laughs> You're I like do. the monarch in the Venture Brothers. I'll get and, you, Venture. God damn it, Max, you always succeed at things. I'm sure he's uh, making a bunch of money. Uh, they're not they're not cheap. I was trying to just be like, let me do them, and then I'll write about the experience, but he didn't And seem... here I am. No, you can't write about the experience. Yeah, they didn't seem very uh, very into that. So, <laughs> well, why don't it, why don't you take the Khan Academy approach? Call Sal, get Sal on the horn, be like, Sal, I got a class I want to teach on Khan Academy, right? And disseminate the info that way. Big Sal, you mean the radio? No, Sal Khan from Khan Academy. <laughs> I don't know him. Oh, I, I don't either. He's just the face you see on, on Khan. He's the guy that started it. Sal Khan. You ever been okay. to Khan Academy? Yeah. No, I haven't. Man, no, I, I learned uh, I learned valence shells, obviously not very well, but oh. I, I went through those those classes, and they were fun. He's uh, really good at it. Uh, K-A-H-N-Academy.com, I believe. Well, I'll write it in my thingy. Yeah, but you would be awesome to teach a class on there. Uh, about stuff yeah. we can't related. I talk, I kind of have a professorial tone about just how I talk. I think I could just talk normal I or normal so. to me, and you... people would think that it's like really professorial or something. <laughs> Hold like the prophet way. speaks, speak, prophet, give us your knowledge. <laughs> uh. You Khan could Academy, do so you I could do Cron Academy and start your own Con Academy for cannabis. Is it K H A N? Yes. It's either that okay. or this is something for Star Trek. Hold on. Yes, K A K H A N. That's so confusing. A N. K-H-A-N. I'm going to paste this in the chat for you. Well, that's fine. That's good. Do you know how many people are watching us? Uh, There are absolutely zero people watching us. Good. Good. (laughs) I just wanted to know if Max was watching. (laughs) No, I I enjoyed the conversation, but I don't know any better. I'm just, like, you know, talking to people that have cool stuff, and I thought the Tricom Institute... When you go to their website, like it all looks really cool and, and oh, legit and everything. Definitely. But I agree. I it should be more great. skeptical yeah. sometimes. If I can plant a seed of doubt in your head, then my plan is complete. I yeah. know. <laughs> now yes, I'm not yes. going. <laughs> I'm going to come down and hang out with you, and we're going to film Cron Academy. Okay, Cron Academy. Cron Academy. That's happening. Is that domain taken? You should get it. I have a whiteboard. Nice. That's the first step. Yeah. 
Just maybe, maybe that'll be my Mondays before I've smoked any. There's Monday, here's a whiteboard, and I'm a teacher. Just teaching. a quick three bullet points of fact, three bullet points that are bullshit. Class dismissed. See you next yeah. week. <laughs> fact and bullshit with the pot scientist. Oh, man. I like it. I, I love like your it. videos. Uh, this is a plant. There's a fact. That's good. A plant. We declared war on a plant. Mm-hmm. Another fact. America. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to lose. I think the plant will outlive human society. Like, I think our culture will fall apart. Well, yeah, you saw the movie, people. right? M. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, he did that right, movie. Right. Wasn't it the plants that were killing everyone? Or plants were causing Spoiler people to alert. kill alert. It was the plant. Like, shop of horrors. I come from a theater background. I'm not just yeah. a scientist. But I'm a I'm I'm a musical theater enthusiast, probably one of one of the only straight ones at the college, and it was I no no it's fine it's fine, but but gay men love musical theater. I think that's also a fact. That is fact. majority mo, ma, over seventy five percent. I learned that on Modern Family. You should teach oh. in the vein of musical theater. If I, yeah, I've, Prime <laughs> no, Academy. no joke, in my lab, in, in my notebook, I have written decarboxylation, the musical. <laughs> That's so awesome. We would That's always, all I wrote. we would like it's, just make up words to songs that we were coming on the radio, but that had to do with like distilling or, or winterizing or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Winterize so me. Awesome. Winterize me is definitely the ballad between uh, the, it's sung by a woman. <laughs> I think, but she is uh, she's the love interest, and she just says, "Winterize me. I'm too hot. I'm too hot. I have to be cooled down with your winterization." Oh, winter is coming, indeed, <laughs> indeed, sir. Oh man, what's uh, what's what's your favorite video you've made in the last like few months since we spoke with you? You put out quite a bit of content there. Yes, I've started doing a, a, I guess this is what the pot scientist is up to, is I've started doing a video every day, every day. And I think what my favorite thing was, it was, I think the video of last Monday, they kind of, they kind of flow by. It's like a river. I lose track of it, kind of. Um, it was this idea of my process, because I sit down and film all seven in one day. Wow. Throughout the week, I'll write down the ideas and I try to just have one idea per video under two minutes. If you right. have two minutes, you might learn something. But I, I, I wanted to turn smoking into a part of my process. So the Monday video, I haven't smoked at all. The Tuesday video, I took one hit. Wednesday, two, Thursday, three, four, uh, you know, far on Friday. And by Sunday, I'm the stonedest that I'll ever be. So all the Sunday videos... I can possibly in every Monday video is dead soap. So that it was, it was a game. It started off as a game that I was playing with myself, but I think it gives people a reason to keep watching. Let's see what he says when he gets a little bit higher, because he said something pretty crazy today and it might get just even crazier. You know, that's a slippery slope though. As, as a a host of a, a show that was kind of based on ridiculous silliness like that, 
you can almost get too silly at a point and oh. then you get lost yeah, yeah. in and your I own think that's silliness. why you need to write it down before you smoke uh, at all like these are gonna be the topics for each day nice nice because i i find as a as an artist as a creative person you can use cannabis in your process mm-hmm. what you can't do is use marijuana at every step always I guess if I if I were to say it's like writing, I definitely use marijuana for the rough draft. Just get it out. Just getting ideas out onto paper. Just doing it or just filming. But editing, uh, for me, editing is better without any really cannabis. I I can't if sit I'm through my own nonsense unless I get stoned. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm also using okay. w- Windows Movie Maker and making just real short, oh. you know, clip of reviews and stuff. So it's not like in-depth theater any production. <laughs> All right, and, and mine are stupid short. I I I think the attention span of America is definitely under two minutes. It's about a picture, Might be. right? Yeah. So I try to make every video that short. And it just gets a, and that's the thing is that the later videos in the week aren't necessarily worse, aren't necessarily better. They're just different. And I don't, I don't pick my content by how high I think I'll be. Right. Sometimes I'll talk about something super serious on Saturday. And sometimes I'll talk about something super silly on Monday. It's just a part of my process and it's kind of an inside joke a secret handshake of the longtime viewers who just know oh this is a friday video okay i bet too you have listeners that only participate in certain days of the week they're like i can't even handle him on a thursday forget it ain't no nobody got time for that I think there's ripe potential for playlists, potential yeah. playlists, like a, a whole Monday playlist, a whole Tuesday. I could do one for every day of the week. I've only been doing this game for two weeks. I've uploaded for next week. So it'll, uh, I mean, it'll take off from here, but eventually I'll have enough money. You know, fuck it. I could just put all the Mondays in that, in that playlist anyway, even though I was just dead call summer. it a case of the Mondays. And then you open the case and here's all your Monday. <laughs> Started off as TPS reports. Yeah. That was, yeah. My, that was my pun and Genesis. Remix. Which, <laughs> that's what every marijuana business starts as is wordplay. Mm-hmm. I think wordplay is super important. You see it a lot in like coffee shops and uh, barber shops. I noticed too, like in their their names, it'll start with a pun, and then they'll yeah. build a business around it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So mine started as as TPS because I realized I was a pot scientist. So I was like the pot scientist TPS TPS reports. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's like March 2015. Just That's like when I made bumping my first Tupac. <laughs> And it, it was is the bot scientist reports, reports on science, industry, culture, just about everything. Because I'm in it, I'm just living it. So, and and a lot of people don't have that, don't have a place where marijuana is okay. That's true. So Are you still I, doing the same gig you were before? Doing the you were like writing, not SOPs, but what uh, 
no, 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 uh, ap- applications. No, I'm not doing that anymore. Right now, I'm getting more political. You saw my T-shirt mm. with, uh, ooh, I'll, I'll actually put on my hat. There it is. Responsible Use Denver. This is a ballot initiative that I'm a part of. And I guess it's mirrored, so you can't really read it. No, we can. It's just mirrored for you. That's the trick. Okay, good. Uh, Responsible (laughs) Use Denver, you're fighting as as the people of Denver to allow for smoking. Because right now you can buy it in Colorado. You can possess it. You can even make a profit. The worst worst drug crime. Money? Ever. (laughs) You can make a profit, but you can't smoke it. It, except in your own home. They have that except- same issue in Washington. Oregon is a little different. They have some private clubs that you can pay uh, like $5 every time or you can pay 20 bucks for a lifetime membership. You get a card right. and then you can go in and there's like a dab bar and a little theater and a game room and all this awesome dope shit that you would just want to live at this place if you could. Um and no, no problems. Like none of the problems bars have, as far as fights and you know, I, I'm sure if you're there long enough, humans will fight eventually. But it's such a mellow vibe. Like I, I don't know. It's it's an amazing experience if you've never yeah. been in there. People are sharing and like, oh, what do, what do you have? Oh, this is what we have. But you come into Washington and that's felonious behavior. You can't. I can't share this with you because then we're both fucking criminals all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. And, and I really realized that when I was reading the language of the other states that are voting this year in 2016, Maine, Massachusetts. There's like five, right? Yeah, five of them. California, Nevada, and Arizona. Some of their wording actually, I think, puts into their constitution that you can't smoke anywhere. At least our Amendment 64 left it up to home rule. Why would you do that? If they're going to be stupid and compare it and treat it like alcohol, then give us some fucking bars, you know? Yep. That's exactly what I'm, what I'll be saying on my, on my vlog. That's awesome. I would vote for you. You have my vote, sir. It ain't legal if you just can't smoke it. Yeah. If I can get drunk with a little help for my friends at a bar, why can't I go get high with my friends anywhere? In Denver. And and Denver City, like the city council, the mayor, they have the authority to issue these licenses. Mm-hmm. They could have done it. We're just making them. It's the tax stamp move. Like, they have no new moves, even. They're just replaying old moves. Yeah. You can it grow is. this if you can get the stamp, but we're fresh out, so... We don't sell stamps here, actually. Yeah, like that's, okay, that's asshole. That's another department. Uh, you'll you'll have to leave a message. So with that stupid. department, I'm sure they'll get back to you. But yeah, we don't sell stamps. No. We just say you need them. We just so, yeah. wrote the law that says that. Like, who said that was okay? I mean, well that that was, I think, what what happened right before the Tax Act of 1937. Mm-hmm. Is they passed a an, an effective prohibition through tax of narcotics, I believe, because they were trying to target uh, Asian Americans in San Francisco. They're like, bah, you can't have these opium dens, a hot scum of wretched hive of scum. Save those for Purdue Pharma. They will have the opium den. Yes. 
So they had passed that law for uh, opiates, effectively doing a prohibition. And with that precedent, they were allowed to do the Marijuana Stamp Act, which was really the first way that it was made illegal. And I think the first arrest under it was in Denver. Really? That, that, that I didn't know. Interesting. Yeah. And, and it was just a, it, I think it was a hemp farmer. Used, hemp used to be a big part of our agriculture. Huge, Here right? Yeah, for fiber because high elevation is better for fiber of the fibrous part of the plant. But you can still roll some pretty shitty joints out of the flowers in the fall <laughs> and and sell it to your friends. And it it was really just kind of a low game, like it was a small business. It was just people making a few bucks here and there. There was no profit motive that anyone had. It was just well. Drug war has always been a war against people, and yeah. not all people, yeah. just certain kinds. Yep, exactly. And you know why. Because the, the, that's who the law is written for. Opium, uh, opium that's, for, that's for, what do they call it? Gosh, Asian? there's no polite term for uh, Asian. Asians. American. And uh, marijuana, well, it says it right there. It's Mexico. Marijuana. It's in one of their songs I heard. And you no, know what, Kubarashi. though? It's, it's a really good thing that they took all those steps to prevent all of this bad opiate outbreak because I'm really glad that right now in 2016 that we don't have large numbers of, of addicts that have been created. You know, I'm sure glad that, that all of this has worked out for them. I'm glad well, with all of their regulation on booze that, you know, kids don't drink. I'm really glad that, that this is all working. Now, I'm speaking as a white person here, but that is some white people shit right there. <laughs> Bro, you better check your privilege. The, the <laughs> business model of Vicodin, of Oxycontin, of Hydrocodone, of all of these different variations of opioids... That's some white people shit mm-hmm. right there. And it's a there's a big profit motive and it's nothing personal. We're just going to do it and manifest destiny. And they don't even know like you they they don't they educate their customers about as well as some of these, you know, bud tenders around here are educating their customers. But like you, uh, my mother, for example, she could have a bottle of the shit and not even know what it is and just have it there. And, you know, the doctor just is like, here, if you, if you have pain, take this. It's like, holy shit, you guys. But I'm going to cut you off. That's right. Eventually. Once I've and made then- it 10,000, I think is the the magic number, right? They make ten grand from you. It's a number. It's a conference in Puerto Rico. It's a. (laughs) It's how much you get from your free hotel room, from the from the girls they offer you. Mm, mm -hmm. From you know, Mm -hmm. I, I I used to be in the belly of the beast here. I used to work for Big Pharma, and actually, one of the divisions of our company was the biggest importer of opium in America. Like their license was from like 1890 or something. Dream job. And they turned all. <laughs> yeah. Damn, and, and they had a very, very well-meaning program to educate people on the dangers of opioid addiction. Cause we care. Hmm. Cause we, we care. care. We, we have these classes that you can take. We have all of these. And we're now, just showing that we will, care. But will we'll those, 
will those classes teach me how to care? Because that's what I'm really looking for here. <laughs> no. Uh, what have we done, well, man? I don't know. I was in the conscience of the corporation. The conscience is quality. Quality assurance. It's QA. like a good cop. And everybody hates you because you're essentially doing the same job as a regulator because it's your job to be on this side of the table when you're getting audited. Yeah. It's your job to know everything that they can't find. And, you know, if my team of assholes here would do their damn job in the first place, I wouldn't need to check it. (laughs) Right. Well, this is what I consult businesses to do because I'm not an expert on how to do well. For that, you need Max Montrose or someone who's making a lot of money. I'm not doing well as a business. I'm an expert at being good as a business, especially under the eyes of regulators who want to make sure you're being good. And it's it's like a scientist good cop. It's all good. Right. Because you know for sure because you're a scientist, you know because you've done the study, because you've investigated, because you've taken observations. Because you're a scientist. And they auditors can't argue with science. Employees can't argue with science. Nobody can argue with good. Well, science. the DEA can, and people that go to church, they can. But neither here nor there. I, I can't work with someone if they're going to deny science. I'm going to have a study of what I've shown with this company, why this company is compliant, not only compliant to the rules that exist, mm-hmm but are anticipating the public health and employee health concerns that aren't in the regulations. I can do that. I can be good. How can you, how can you sell that in a turnkey Turkey sort of way? (laughs) That's what Um, I keep seeing like at these conferences. And because my background now is in like extraction and, and distillate refinement. So I I'm attracted to those sorts of things. And, they always seem like such scams, man. It's like, here, we'll turnkey this, and, and then we'll contract every other piece of it that I don't know out to all these other people. Meanwhile, I'll get 10% of each of their in intakes. It's like, you're not doing anything, are you? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Well, and I don't know how to say it. I'm still working on it, but... The, on, the God's honest truth is that it's going to be hard and expensive because you're going to have to pay this person to investigate your things as a scientist, and you're going to have to really pay them to remain loyal, to be a company man. I know that doesn't exist anymore, but there used to be back in the day that someone would be a company man, a railroad man, mm. or a GE man that you're loyal to your employer because you know all the shit that could get them shut down. You could throw them under the bus if you weren't loyal. But if you pay for my kids to go to college, if you pay for my livelihood, that'll instill a certain amount of loyalty. Mm. And it's going to take years. And it's going to take a salary. And I know you don't want to pay salaries, and I know you don't want to think in years. They're barely paying full-time. We'd rather just have a full-time fleet of part-time employees. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. And if you think that quality and compliance is as simple as checking off things on a box, doing a checklist, checking off boxes, you're, you're adorable. But you're wrong. <laughs> Adorably wrong. It's so cute. Yeah. 
it's it's great that you believe that it doesn't uh, reflect reality and i'm sorry but i think that's why i called my company cannabis quality engineering and not cannabis quality consulting right right because a consultant comes in gives you a lesson or whatever gives you a certain certificate you're a level whatever whatever and then i'm gone it reminds but, me of that movie visioneers did you ever see that movie yeah. zach no. galifianakis should watch that movie it's it's just like that it's almost like hudsucker proxy but a newer kind of version of and zach galifianakis in it but yeah mm. it's visioneers wait is that the chaos Fighting the chaos. Chaos. And like the pole vault. Yes. Oh, God. This is such a good movie. Yes. I need to watch it again. I have actually. seen that. I, I remember the chaos. And the guy has to like put the gun to his head every morning because his doctor oh. said if he doesn't, he'll explode. <laughs> oh, classic. So I, I wish I could do that. I wish I could be your full-time employee. And I'm only going to do that probably for the market leader. Probably for someone who is not only has the ambition to be the leader, but also the commitment to pay for that kind of salary and security. That's because that's what I want. Yeah. And we see that a lot here and I'm not sure what it's like in Colorado, but there's been a big uh, kind of pushback by it's like the big farms want gardeners that can grow well, because when you're on that sort of a scale, it, it when things go wrong, they go wrong. And if you're not, on it like shit that's a whole crop gone uh but yeah. they don't want to pay them well they're talking like just a bit above minimum wage with little raise here and there but no more than 50 cents or something yeah and so people yeah. are just and like well we're we're not going to do it then <laughs> so, employee turnover is rampant it's crazy is it here. the same there then as and, well oh yeah employee t- well there are a few companies that actually do take care of their employees i think live well has like a 401k and health insurance and everything man i remember and, when i used to have all that <laughs> or, yeah when i worked at big pharma uh, uh, but actually one of the big reasons why i created my business was when i got into an argument with my employer where they wanted to give me a one dollar raise and a few more hours a week i'm like sorry i that'll kick me off of medicaid i'm diabetic i need health care so I'll take it as long as it comes with healthcare, as long as it comes with, and it, like, I know they have it because some of their employees have healthcare. Just but some don't, that. really? And I'll work 40 hours a week gladly for you. And they're like, no. Ugh. So they, I, I mean, they fired me over, a, a, I think, a minor mistake that I made two weeks earlier, and it was over. Best thing that ever happened to me. Because it, it spurred me on to make my own business. So that way I can take in more money than I pay myself. I just spend the extra money on the business. Mm-hmm. And I can delineate just the right amount to to pay in payroll. Like that, I, I, need, I needed the power to do that. So I formed my own business. And sometimes you won't my- get that, right? Until like you get fired or something happens to kind of propel you in that direction. It's like I either have to do it now or go grovel, you know? Right. Right. So that, I mean, I guess I don't know what my point was there. But quality engineering is a division of the company. 
But you're doing it now. That's the point, right? right? Yeah, I'm 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 advising. I'm also volunteering at the Good Lab. The Good Lab is actually a, a home laboratory made by some advocates who are pretty much told by Colorado legislatures le- legislators do it yourself. Because really? if you grow at home and you're not in the metric tracking system, you don't have the RFID tag, you can't give a sample to a licensed laboratory. They can't legally accept it. Really? So where are you supposed to test? Well, do it yourself. There's nothing like they can gift it to us and pay us for the results. Hmm. Like they're, we're not buying marijuana because that's still a felony in Colorado. You can give it away as a citizen, but you can't sell it. If you sell it, that's still a fucking felony. Wait, I thought Even weed in- was legal. Hold on. You no, telling it's me legal. <laughs> legal to possess it, uh... but and, and legal only for licensed dispensaries to sell it in a licensed area. So many caveats. That's- you know what? I'm fine. I'll just find another planet. Don't worry about it. Just just forget it. Keep it. You you keep it. <laughs> uh <coughs> it well. Do you see uh, a lot of clear classes there in Colorado where that's something that's getting really uh, out of control here? Not out of control, but it's there's a lot. You mean the brand, the clear? Well, not necessarily. No, and see, that's the thing. The brand, the clear, is like suing the shit out of people for using the clear in their thing. But they call them clear classes. Some of them are, I think, just basic, you know, bullshit, short path, Pope stuff. But then there are a few doing, like, the VTA classes, the the thin white, you know, molecular distill. And those ones, some of them I read, like, come with a 15-year thing you have to sign that says you won't teach your own class for for that long hmm uh helderpad i think is the one that's doing that but i could i could be wrong well actually coming into youtube is a piece of hardware that i got access to called the source Hmm. and with the source you can just you can dissolve your cannabinoids into ethanol everclear that you can get at a liquor store and that's not a crime so it's a if you do it with If you do it with butane in your home, that's a felony. But if you do it with Everclear in your home, that's okay. Right, right. And I mean, you can use, you can, if you get different pumps, you could run a regular extraction system uh, with ethanol or or, That's the cool thing about this this thing is that it actually pulls a vacuum Mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to get hot to boil. Mm -hmm. So you pull enough of a vacuum and the ethanol collects around it and all of your ethanol and now you have well, I can show it to you. I have it in my fridge. Actually. Is it like a rotovap? That's what it kind of sounds like. You're just concentrating it back down in the. I want to see. I want to. This was an ounce of of cannabis that I got from the Good Lab, and now you see it fits. You turned it into, into silicon. That's magic alchemy. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Funny. Mr. I got jokes all day. <laughs> it's kind of my job now. So I I only filtered this once mm-hmm. through cheesecloth. How many microns so, is cheesecloth? Well, it was three layers thick, so I don't, it, it's not a micron amount. Right. Really, you should do it with a coffee filter. Our coffee filters have holes in them, so I couldn't use it later. <laughs> coffee filter. So this is this is super. 
concentrated. This is an ounce and it's been reduced to like one gram of ethanol. And you can do this with just a plug. You don't even need like a kitchen to do it if you have the source by Extract Craft. I love their machine. It's so much safer. I could take a puff from a uh, from a pipe while it was extracting. I didn't worry about any explosion or anything because it's all self-contained. Closed loop. Closed loops can leak, though. Shouldn't be smoking near them. If you're going to smoke, you should use a heat gun and a health stone. That's how we would do it. <laughs> uh how big yeah. is this thing? Like, what's it look like? Is it just a a little CO2 extractor? Or what is it? No, no, it's ethanol. You oh, just pour, yeah, you said that, you pour the Everclear onto the cannabis and you filter out the plant matter. And then you put that into the machine, pulls the vacuum. It's just oh, one okay. container. Not like a loop, actually. It's just one container. Right, right. But you're just doing a quick wash with it. You're not like soaking it or anything. And that's how it comes out right. so clean. Right, right. That, that's right. more like the Rick Simpson oil is if you do like a 48-hour extract and you're getting all the chlorophyll. I'm sure I got a bunch of chlorophyll in this extraction, but it wasn't whole whole plant sort of medicine. But yeah, I'll, I'll have a how-to video on my channel. This not... Not tomorrow. Today is Sunday. One week from today, mm-hmm. I will have uh, I will have a video on how to do this. Oh yeah, that's clear. We should make videos on how to do this and then sell them for eighty five thousand dollars each. <laughs> People are ridiculous out here, dude. Ridiculous. That's still. They they said wild wild west a couple of years ago, and I was like, finally, I get to grow that mustache. I can be in the Wild West. <laughs> I've been working on mine. This is like it's what six years now. So I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna keep growing it. It's only been a couple of years. I'll show think. you. Uh, oh, but it's. I'll show you a thing we made. You see this here? Ooh, yeah, that's some clear. See that that is more filtered than mine. Look. Usually, you like run it through multiple fil. You not only do you run it through a coffee filter, but you run it through a coffee filter again. And again, so and this again. is shatter, and then there's distillate on top of it. We call it two earls, one cup. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. It's really good, though. That's we, a pun of Genesis right there. I know. My roommate came up with it, and we laugh every time now. <laughs> That's good. Make a company. Two earls. You can make a company now. That mixes it, except that's illegal, probably. Except when it's booze, you can have companies that sell mixed stuff. So, fuck it, hypocrites. That's true. I'm mad about that, if you can't tell. I'm mad as hell. Write a rap song about it. Well, did they sell it in Washington as regulated like alcohol? Uh, Well, the LCB does it, and that's the liquor board. But I, I don't know. I was in Montana watching their medical marijuana uh, cannabis system get destroyed. I heard they're voting for it again. Again, medical. yeah, this will be what the third time. It's it's ridiculous. There's a uh, one There's gentleman. Science coming out of there. Some testing stuff that was really interesting. In Montana. Montana. Mm. Yeah. There's one guy that spends like a hundred thousand dollars on this campaign to get rid of it 
because he's got a hard on for medical weed in in Montana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You look at the campaign thing and like the top five donations, he's number one at a hundred hundred grand. Number two is fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> number three, four, and five are all like fifty bucks. It's so bad, and then he's at the top at like a hundred G's. It's out of control, but hopefully the people will vote on it once again. Uh, I one eighty two, and they'll fix that, and maybe they'll even allow labs and testing, and then I can go back to Montana, maybe. Yeah, that that was the interesting science I was referring to was some labs and testing. Yeah. They had some cool stuff coming out of Montana. Uh, not anymore. Nope, only three three people per uh, per caregiver now, and all sorts of dumb stuff. But they'll fix it. I I have hope in <laughs> in my home state. Uh, where would you say is the 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 spot to be right now for young up and coming kids trying to get into this industry? Not kids, twenty one over kids. Right, right, right. That's the difference between me and Bill Nye. You're a, kid. Kids. You're a kid and Bill Nye's I, uh, an old man. That's true. But his content was meant for children. Right. Well, so was Mr. Wizard, uh, right? That's true. That's true. You remember Mr. Um, Wizard? Place to be right now. Any of the states that are voting for it. Are you going to Alaska for Canacon? You should think about it. You should. I'm going to be up there my, all my, week. My just budget is a little hanging out at the moment. I will buy you dinner at some point. <laughs> I got, I got 20 bucks on it on your trip up. Awesome. Dude, That's, I have a whole week to kill sponsor. there. Do you know what kind of content we could make in a week? Just running around Alaska. I mean, come on. Just think about I got, it. I got a killer bag for my, uh, for my video camera. Really? I just got a new one, and I got a new mirrorless camera. Dude, you should come to Alaska. We'll make some, some dope content. Maybe I could convince my brother to come down. That'd be cool. We'll all come down. We'll yeah, take yeah. Alaska. I'm just saying we could all be together. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. Nice. You should plan on that, then. Canacon. Canacon, Alaska. Yeah. I actually, I made for the magazine, I made a calendar of all the weed events uh, on Google Calendar. I'll share it with you. It's got that in there and then all, oh, cool. all the other ones. But Are you going to Las Vegas? Uh, not that I know of. When is that? Into BizCon this November. Oh, mm, maybe. I know I I'll, be, they just, I'll be... They just the... passed their early bird ticket day. Oh, shit. What is it? $300. Well, I get press pass, so that's cool. Are you going to think, the Portland Cannabis Science Conference? No. You should, should go to that one. That one's going to be good. What can people look forward to? What's uh, what's the next video you're going to do? Like besides the daily, like you're still doing your main focus kind of videos? Yes. yes. I, I believe the... The one coming out today uh, will be featuring a new product that I found. Uh, it was handed to me, actually, by this, by this guy, this veteran small business owner 
and it was a new type of bong water. You know, your regular bong water, how it collects all those ashy chunks in it and it sticks to the inside of your bong. This is like this is like a, a bong water with a little bit of citrus in it, you know, like a goof off spray. Sure, sure. That yeah, it's a, it kind of makes it taste a little bit more citrusy and it doesn't and it kind of cleans your bong too. So I, I I mentioned that it's called Cleanest Hits. Actually, let me get it right here. Do a review right now. Show me that shit. I was what? using one for a bit called Weed Wipes, and it was basically wax that you would like. Wow. You would get your bong warm, and then you would put the wax in it, and then you would shake the water around, and it would it would basically coat your bong in wax. And then whenever your bong got dirty, you would run hot water through it and it would melt the wax. And I, in theory, take the, the gross stuff with it. But if you got it in your mouth, it was really gross. Cause it was wax and it just, it's a pain in the ass to do every time. So I, I didn't really continue using it, but I think this is terps. a startup is... business, actually cleanness. Those are terps. You're actually terping the water, man. Citrus. Yeah. Yeah. Why haven't we thought of that? Fuck. So many missed opportunities. You could just. So I've, I actually overfilled my bong so that it'll dissolve the chunks on the side of my bong, and it's been it's been like a week or so. It takes a while, but what you're supposed to do is put this in a clean bong. At the very beginning, if you put this in your bong right at the beginning, then it won't collect those black little nasty chunks on the side of your bong when you smoke it because it dissolves the actual resin into the into the water, and then you can just pour it out. So this keeps your bong clean. It doesn't clean your bong very well or it takes a long time, but this keeps your bong clean, and I think it's a... I think it's a great little product. Obviously, there's room for improvement, like, I don't know, ingredients... But I think they're uh, they're doing something interesting, and I I like to support veterans whenever I whenever I can. There are a lot of veterans in the cannabis community, especially here in Colorado, using it to treat PTSD. Even though you can't really like it's I I don't know. I try it's, to support them it's whenever I can. More. So I encourage people to buy it. That's awesome. But I, I don't know how to buy it. Go, <laughs> Cleanest tits. I would Google it. Go buy it. Is Cleanest there... hits bong water. And uh, I guess my my wife is back, and I probably have to go. Okay. It's been, I think we got a solid hour. Oh, at least. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So. And uh, I could do my signing off tagline. Ooh, do it. At the end of all my videos, just reminding anyone who has watched all zero of the people watching live right now, <laughs> if you have, if you have freedom, use it. But consume responsibly, like an adult, responsibly, with intent. Not the sign-off. If you have freedom, use it. Consume responsibly. Signing off. That's awesome, man. Pot scientist. Ask the pot scientist. If you have weed questions, you can ask that guy. And he'll probably make a video answering it, because that's his full-time job now, which is badass. Uh... It's not paying the bills. 
but I'm certainly releasing every day. Yeah, that's so cool. It doesn't. Mine doesn't either. I met one kid. He's been doing it for like a year, and he's almost covering all his bills. He's like, you don't monetize? I'm like, no, I don't. It's like, shit. On YouTube? We should be monetizing. <laughs> we had a 10-hour dab session there yesterday. That'll be up uh, soon. It's on theagingent.com, so uh -huh. Marijuana Encyclopedia. Uh, out of Chehalis, Washington. Crush 420. That's ah. a big YouTube channel down here, nice. Colorado. I got to reach out to them over and over. Like, because if I could get on that, he has like over 100,000 subscribers. Wow. Some like. That's ridiculous. Uh, right? Well, I'm right? going to make it down to Colorado and you can give me the tour and we'll go do the tag level two together and we will conquer oh. the Tricom Institute. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for your time, dude. We'll talk soon. Bye, Matt. The Pot Scientist. Always a good time. We need to have him on more often, definitely. Uh, check out all his stuff. You can just type in the Google, Ask the Pot Scientist. He's got a YouTube channel, websites, a lot of cool stuff. We'll put links to it in the show notes at hotbox.earth. Uh, I wanted to show you real quick. I did get the Aphrodite, the um, Sesh Supply Aphrodite review done and sent so that'll be coming up on stuff stoners like here pretty soon uh the video is up on youtube if you just want to check out uh the video review um but there'll be pictures and and words of course uh, on that so uh, up next to review is this this little number here it's a gilded glass uh and it's just it's a monster california handmade couple of uh perks there and uh ice catcher a little gold so it's pretty so we'll be reviewing this next very excited and then also while that's happening we have the vaporous huh the j pen pro series gonna put that through some paces uh do a video and a, a review on that As well as the Vuber Atlas Solo. So that's pretty cool. And we'll be giving away a, a Vuber and some other stuff uh, on the Marijuana Encyclopedia podcast. Uh, I mentioned that. Mentioned that just briefly over there at the Aging Ants in pretty much the most ruthless dab session I've ever been a part of. I mean, it was brutal. It was excellent it was whatever word kids are using these days to describe good stuff we dabbed a lot probably like 88 marijuanas so uh yeah email matt hotbox.earth check it out hotboxpodcast.com uh, on twitter instagram all that bullshit and uh yeah check out the magazine cannabisjournal.com and of course ask the pot scientist always a pleasure so uh, thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. If you like, you like this is where you, where need, you to need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be.